Welcome to Indie Beauty Radio with your host, Rachel Whitaker, founder of the Indie Beauty Delivers community. And welcome to today's episode of Indie Beauty TV. Uh, my name is Rachel Whitaker, and I'm the uh, founder of the Indie Beauty Delivers community. Um, so that's a place where all you beautypreneurs can hang out and network and share and learn. Mm-hmm. So today I've got a guest. You can see I'm not here on my own, which is uh, which is lovely. And it's not my normal backdrop either. So I've come to my friend's house. Jen. Um, Jen is an ace Pinterest coach. So today's topic that we're talking about is all about how to use Pinterest to um, to market your brand. So I'm going to get Jen to introduce her and then we'll get stuck into into introduce herself and then we'll get stuck into the detail. Hey, hello everyone. Okay. Um, Hi, I'm Jen. Jen Stanbrook. I am a Pinterest coach and I know that all sounds a little bit woohoo, a bit weird, but essentially um, I'm a blogger and I've been a freelance blogger for seven years and I've been using Pinterest to bring a whole new, very big audience to my blog and I've been doing that for over five years successfully in the UK. And so what has happened is people have asked me how they should do it. And so I set up a coaching coaching consultancy business, essentially helping small businesses, brands, bloggers use Pinterest to drive lots of new traffic to their websites and their blogs. That's where I'm at right now. I've taught hundreds and hundreds of people, businesses in particular, how to use Pinterest to market their business as a marketing tool. I run workshops. I do online one-to-one bespoke training, coming to London very soon with a workshop, Mm. and I work quite closely with agencies and small businesses on an individual basis. Now, you're being quite coy about this because your your blog um, is award-winning, I believe. (laughs) So tell tell guys where they can find your blog and what your blog's about. Fantastic, thank you. (laughs) So yeah, my um, blogging is home interiors blogging, and I blog at Love Chic Living. And so, yeah, it is one of the top UK interior blogs. It is multi-award winning. Thank you. <laughs> I um, just want to share the guys. Yeah. You know what you're talking about when it comes to Pinterest. <laughs> you know, when I'm going on about Pinterest, I kind of sometimes forget about the blog side. But I have nearly a million followers on Pinterest. It drives hundreds of thousands of new people to my site every month. And, um, yeah, I'm here to talk to you about how you can do the same thing, how it isn't just for blogs, it's for businesses too, and works very powerfully for small businesses. And it's one of those things that you can do in just an hour a week, and it will be the biggest driver of traffic to your website. So it's really interesting, um, I think, Pinterest, because I think a lot of us know... I think a lot of us are aware of Pinterest, but I think the first thing that I'd love you to explain, Jen, is what Pinterest actually is, because I'm sure a lot of people will make the same mistake that I did, in that we assume that Pinterest is a bit like, uh, you know, uh, social media, Mm -hmm. and a bit like, you know, Facebook or Instagram, and it's not, is it? That's the first main thing, really, that we have to talk about. Absolutely, absolutely. It is very different, and I think because it's quite visual, people liken it easily to Instagram of course, but it is not social media. Pinterest is a search engine. Now, if you use Pinterest on a hobby basis and you love going on there to search for, I don't know, you know, travel inspiration, how you're going to decorate your home, some new food recipes, we call that kind of hobby pinning. And what I want to get you to do and what I want all small businesses to think about is how they use it for their business, not for themselves. And so we 
go away from just spending an hour or two pinning our favorite things to looking at it as a business tool. And so it is a search engine. It's somewhere where people go to look for answers. And as content creators, we're there to provide the solutions to their problems. Cool. Okay. And, that, and I think that's the really important part, isn't it? So essentially, it's very similar to Google or Absolutely. Bing. People yeah, yeah. will go on and search uh, best moisturizer or vegan uh, skincare, and they will do that on Pinterest just like they do that on Google. Absolutely. Great. Okay. And so I think that's the first important thing because I had that completely wrong for a long time. So it's always good to recognize that it that the way you need to think about how you market your brand on Pinterest is differently, uh, is different. Um, so dive in, Jen. Tell us <laughs> what can, how, what is the goal on Pinterest? How, how can we use it? When we've had quite a few questions in and one of the main questions has been, how do we use it to drive traffic? What sure. is this magic sort of yeah, thing that's hiding behind the scenes that we're not quite sure what to do? Yeah. So what you probably know or, or, or what you probably realise is that every image, every pin that we see on Pinterest links back to a physical website, whether that's a blog or a, a, you know, a, a product page or a service page, or whatever it might be, it should link back somewhere. What we want people to do is when they see our pins, we want them to go, I need to know more about this little bit of information I've got here click on the pin and bang, immediately you have them on your website. Yeah, that yes. is our ultimate goal. We're looking to capture those people who are searching. We want to give them the answer that they need. And then we want them to click through to our websites to see our products, see our services, find out more, become one of our tribe, one of our trusted uh, consumers. Okay, well that, well that makes perfect sense then. So when people say, how are we using Pinterest to drive traffic to the website? It's because we're going to create some great content to put on Pinterest, which mm -hmm. we will come back and talk to you about in a second. Mm -hmm. um, and that content links, when we load that into Pinterest, we link that directly to our website. Absolutely, so yeah. Our customers and followers go into Pinterest, they search for something, we pop up, We'll, yes. And we'll tell you how to how you get to pop up in a bit as well. And they go, oh, that looks brilliant. You click through and it goes to your website. Absolutely. So you're seeing the traffic move from Pinterest to your website. Yes. And that's interesting, isn't it? Because that's very different to social media, whereas social media want you to stay on their platform. So they don't want you to put links and they don't want you to go elsewhere. Literally, but on yeah. Pinterest, it's very different. Yes. That's the point of it, that it drives people. They are a search engine and they drive people to the right places to go. To find that information. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And what's really important, I think, to understand about Pinterest, as well as the fact that it, it is a search engine, but it's different to things like Instagram and Facebook is the longevity of the content that you put on there. Oh, yes. It is good. evergreen. It is on there for years. Obviously, if you don't delete it, keep it on there. And this, this content just works away in the background, bringing you people mm. day after day, month after month, year after year. So some of my big drivers of traffic are, are, st are still blog posts that I wrote three or four years ago. And Gosh, they still yeah. come back and they're still bringing me traffic. I don't have to do anything with them. 
they still do it. And then you don't get that with Instagram. No, and that's quite an amazing return on the time you invested in doing that. Like, exactly. Even if it was five or six hours to pull together an amazing blog, yeah, like exactly. photos and everything, you're still getting the benefit of that. Yeah. I can't remember what the stats are for how long things stay visible on Instagram, but it's but it's 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 hours. If you are able to drive people to your website, usually it's a flurry in a few days. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, and it's you know, yeah. it's on the feed, if it's on the grid, it's dropped down the grid, it's not so visible. Yeah. Doesn't matter on Pinterest where it is no. because we want people to search for it. And when they find us, bang, we've provided the right content for them, and they're well, through to magic. our website. It's so exciting. <laughs> That's magic. And that's why, because uh, I'm quite interested in, I mean, you know Jen, I've done training with Jen, so I'm quite interested in the possibility of using Pinterest. Because, I, I mean, just to skip to another question, I, it seems underused and undervalued, and there seems to be potentially an opportunity for brands who can crack the Pinterest code to maybe reach more people and drive that traffic to website. Absolutely. I mean, there are 200 million monthly users on that platform. So you just think about this audience that's there. And there's some stat like 75 or 80% of them are primed and ready to buy. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So they're engaged. They so might they're not... looking for products they're as well looking... when they're on there. Yes. It's not just sort of inspiration. They Absolutely. are looking for products. Yeah, so like you say, you know, they're searching for their skincare ideas. They're searching for new makeup lines. They're searching for, you know, the latest trends in skincare. You mentioned vegan skincare. You know, this is all really hot stuff now. And Pinterest is the place where you would go to find that. And what they say is that pinners are looking on Pinterest, you know, a month or two in advance of people who are using Google. Okay. So we always got to get our stuff out there that little bit earlier to feed our yeah. you know, Pinterest Particularly audience. if we're doing something which it's is seasonal. seasonally. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously that's that's quite typical for Christmas or if you've got summer ranges or whatever yeah. it might be. Um, and so people are ready to buy. They're looking for answers. They want help. They want to find your product. That's yeah. what they're looking for. And obviously if they're coming through to your website, you've got this great website You've got some great funnels set up, maybe you're capturing them in an email analytics list. Analytics and all that. And you're watching your analytics and you're seeing what people are doing. You can better serve this audience that's coming through to you. But it it is important that we use Pinterest in the right way to mm. get the right audience in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I think yeah, good. So I think that's that's important too. So I, I there's just a little bit of me and, and as and I read about these things, it just makes me think this is an opportunity that I don't think loads of people are really taking the time to do and I guess that's because it does feel like a bit of an alchemy it does feel like a bit of a uh, you either you really don't necessarily know how to do it yeah so just explain to us really quickly oh with that, sorry a coat dropped down <laughs> hi Jessica by the way it's nice to see you I haven't seen you for ages um uh just explain how Pinterest how you set it up and just just the, the basics of what it looks like yeah when okay you do it. so the quick kind of kind of overview yeah. is that um you probably know it's a it's a collection of pin boards and all of these boards when you're thinking of it about your brand and your business they'll relate to your business and so we want lots of different boards that that sort of encapsulate your business and what your business is but also we want to think about the types of topics around your brand and your business so you might have some high level boards just things like skincare makeup um, and then we might go a little bit more niche we might say moisturizer or serum and then we might go even more niche and say well it's vegan serum and so on so you're almost setting up when you're thinking about the boards that you want to set up it's almost a bit like a 
family, you're yeah. kind of drawing it a bit like a, bit a family, like a family tree, tree with the big topics and then the smaller topics that come off it. Yeah, and then the, right. and then the really tight that. niche topics at the bottom. And you don't have to set it out like that. But if you think visually, yeah. probably like you and I do. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, I see that as like, oh, yes. it's kind of like an organogram or a family yes. tree or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. And right at the top, I like this, is the motherboard. <laughs> <laughs> Build your motherboard. That's your brand board. That's you. You know, you, for you, it's indie beauty. So brand, that's your brand board, board named, yeah. named okay. with your brand name. And then we start working off there. Yeah. Really high level, really broad boards. And then we tighten it off. So get a selection. If you can get about 20 or so, that's perfect. It's a really good start. Now that's you. That so we create our boards, our, our sort of board system, mm -hmm. and then our job is to create pins. This is why people get lost in it, you see, because yes. they're like, "Oh my What's God, there's boards and pins, and where do we go?" So then we create pins. So tell us what the pin is. Okay, so the pin is the showcase for your page. It's the showcase for your product. It's not there to sell it in a salesy way, it's there to entice that pinner who needs an answer, remember, and to entice them to click and come and see you, come and see your website. We don't want them to just save it into one of their own boards, we want them to click. So what we do is create an image, they need to be long and tall, portrait shape, ideally, I'll get a little bit technical, 200 by 300, no, I'll start that again, Two by three in terms of ratio. Yeah. Yeah. 600 by 900 pixels, if you want the technical details. Okay. Pick a lifestyle image, not a product cutout. Lifestyle images work best. Something really inspirational. Okay. Something, you know, that showcases your brand, in, uh, sorry, your product in a setting. Oh, so you can still take, you can still have your pin made of a picture of your product, but not simply a static image of a product on a white yeah, background. You absolutely. want it with some houseplants. We yes. just, we've just been talking about houseplants <laughs> after my disastrous trip to Ikea. Um, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, or you want to style nice, it. Nice style style it. Product yeah. um, imagery that you probably would use on your website to help yeah. sell your products. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and take that. Always add your branding, add your logo. Use colours that work with your branding as well and fonts that work. Now, what you maybe see sometimes on Pinterest are images with text over them. And what I always suggest to new businesses who are using Pinterest for the first time is to try some of these and put some text over the image. And you can use tools like Canva. Yeah, I was going to say, tool, going it? through the technical bit of the size of your pins, if you go on Canva or something like mm -hmm. that, they do have templates that are pre-done for you yeah. and you can just kind of you adapt them for you. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. And you can take text and design a pin if you want to go that far with it. Put some text over the pin or at the top of the pin to just really, really drive home the message of, you know about what your pin is is telling this person this pin who's looking at it what we tend to find is 90 percent of people are looking at pinterest on their mobile device so the pins are small so whatever we can do to really have our pin sort of shout out to uh, people yeah. and stand out in the feed that's really what we need to do so add some text add your logo make it long and tall some nice inspirational imagery Okay, so you can do that, you do that on Canva, you create something that looks wonderful, and then it looks wonderful, Jen, but it's not yes. getting anybody to our website yet. How do we get that pin right. 
what do we what do we do? Because at the moment it's not even connected to our website. Yes, so absolutely. where do we go from well, yeah. we've made that wonderful image, but what's the what's yeah. the difficult bit? Well, no, this is the easy bit, I think. Designing the pins, <laughs> sometimes designing the bin, the pins and getting that right become, can be more tricky because you do have to get that right. But I think someone has asked us a question about what do we do with the pin yeah. if we don't have it physically on our website? And as a business, you're not going to have this. You know, on a product page, you're not going to be, be putting that big pin at the bottom of the page. So what we do is we take our image that we've designed and created we upload it directly to Pinterest. Yeah. Then we get given the opportunity to edit the pin. Edit the pin and add in your description and add in the link, the URL, the web page address for where you want to drive the traffic to. Yeah, so where this is leading to. Yeah. So, you know, we've got our face mask product, we've got our beautiful image and our pin. We want it to lead back to the face mask product page so we add that web address into the pin save it so it's it's on pinterest but now it's going to say where do you want me to put it okay yeah it needs to go to one of our boards now this is crucial it must go to the most relevant board first okay this is a face mask pin we've made so it must go to it the must go to the face, face mask, mask board, board. <laughs> <laughs> yay it goes to the face mask board first. first. Right. Then we can put it anywhere else. And this is what a lot of people don't realise is they can pin their pin to multiple boards. Which is why if you create the hierarchy that you just described that was like a family tree, actually you could have it on skincare mm -hmm. uh, and then Your it could go board. on the brand board. It could go on, maybe you've got one that's vegan skincare, if you're yes. vegan. It can go on face masks. It can go on however many that you've managed Facial to. skincare. Facial skincare. Yes. So you could end up with one pin, but it could be across maybe half of your boards by the time that finishes. Potentially. And if you think about the, the way you lay your boards out. Yeah, definitely. And that's what I do advise small businesses to do, to really think about the boards that they have. And whilst, you know, we just mentioned their skincare and facial skincare, they're similar, but actually they're different. Yeah. We might have a board called Beauty Treatments. Yeah. Our face mask pin could go into that one yeah. too. So before you know it, you've got a good handful, six, seven, eight, nine, yeah. ten boards where this one pin you've created can sit. Now, just sort of taking that to the next step, which I'm sure people are thinking about, don't pin them to those boards all in one go. Okay. Don't drop them to all of the boards at the same time. We need to spread them out. We're going to spread them out at least a day apart, if not two. And in between that face mask pin going to these multiple boards, we're going to have what else? our moisturiser pin. Yeah. We're going to have our cleanser pin. We're going to have our yes, serum yeah, pin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going to have all these different pins. Doing the same thing, going to our multiple boards, and multiple times. Yes. But we're mixing them all up in a rotation. Yes. And we're mixing them up. That's right. So that's so that's interesting because I think another thing that we, um, if I say that's interesting, one more time on this, I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to, but it is, for heaven's <laughs> sake. Um, but that's, but that's also quite important, isn't it? Because to be successful on Pinterest, there has to be 
of a men of a mentor. You do need to be there reasonably regularly. You do need to be putting yes, putting it in. You do, and I suppose this is where we do it like really, it. Quite yeah, regularly. You do need to nurture it definitely, and I suppose this is where we liken it to other social medias because we do need to be present. You have to turn up most yeah. days. Yeah, and consistency is key. But you do only need to put out about 10 pins a day, okay? And actually, people go, oh, really? 10, 10 pins I've got? But remember... I just did that. <laughs> but remember, we've got one pin going to 10 different places. Yes. So all you need is a small handful of pins... Before you get to before that Before you're up to that amount. And within that 10, there's a ratio of how many pins should be coming from your website and how many should be coming from other people, from other places. And it's um, what we're going to aim for is an 80-20 split. 80 from our websites, 20 yeah. sort of repins or saves from other people. Okay. 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 That makes sense. So we've talked about the fact that we can create pins to our, uh, that, that pick up our product pages. Yes. Um, but actually we've also, um, I know loads of you are very good bloggers and you're writing regularly blog pages uh, that, that you're sending out and that you're putting on your website. So we can also create pins around the blogs that we've done and link back to the blogs. Yes. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And if you are a small business and you have a blog, actually pin, you make Pinterest a little bit easier for yourself. Because essentially what you do in a blog post is you provide solutions for people. You tell them how to use yeah. the face mask. You tell them, you know, the system of skincare, the routines that you recommend yeah. with your products and so on. And so we then make a pin that really does answer people's problems. You know, when I'm Googling, how do I use a facial serum? If you've got your pin optimised well, yeah. that's the pin that. that we want to come up. They go, this is exactly what I want to see. Let me hit click. Let me click that pin and come and read this blog post. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So we've got blogs, we've got product pages. And the other thing I think it's worth saying, and if I've got this wrong, I'm going to apologise now, is that you can... So let's take a blog page, for example. There must be lots of different topics in a blog. So you could continually create new pins with different titles about the same blog. Oh, absolutely. So, this is, so what we're trying to give you here is, is when we said 10 pins a day, it's a bit like, oh my God, 10 pins a day. But actually, you might have an incredible blog, which you might be able to get 10 pins out yes. of. So for every blog post, what I would recommend is to make three or four different styles of pin. Oh, I need to do this. I don't do this yet. This is yes. a good one. <laughs> this, this, is, this is the kind of next step. Yeah. Like, just set yeah. up and get into grips with it. You can do this for product pages and yeah. blog posts. And Pinterest loves fresh content. So and when I say fresh content, I mean a fresh pin. Yeah. Yeah. So a pin that might be have slightly... And that's the image. So it doesn't matter the if image. the link is going the link to somewhere that it's been before. It's that visual pin, yes. actual pin image. You might have out. slightly different text yeah. on the pin. Yeah. Just to give that slight different angle. Yeah. Um, you might have a different image that you've used this time. Yeah. yeah, and you uh, just just it just looks slightly different, and it might be a different design. I've got four different templates that I use for my pins, and I'll swap up the imagery and the text on all of them before you know it. Well, what's that? That makes quite a few. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah. I can yeah. have ten different pins for one piece of content. Yeah. yeah, and I send them to fifteen boards. Each of my pins goes to at least fifteen boards, so actually it takes a good couple of months to cycle through that content and that's maybe taken me 
15 minutes to make those pins and get them ready in my scheduler yeah. to, to pop it into yeah. I use a scheduler and I would recommend that yeah. to, to, um, to go out and just keep cycling out oh, that's what I've constantly got my little um, schedule, my 10 a day yeah. full full for a week in advance and it's it's much and easier than actually you having to create huge amounts of content to do that what no. you're just doing is repurposing the content that, that you've got and uh, i'm putting it out there because i think the one of the one of the kind of reasons that people perhaps don't use pinterest fully is they are slightly terrified by that feeding the feeding the machine and the yes. volume but the way you've just explained that makes that so much simpler yeah. Um, and it's about really, really rinsing, rinsing yeah. out all the resources that you've got and making the most of everything that you've created. And, you know, something that I'm really keen on um, for, for all of us, you know, I'm a small business, for us all, for our small businesses is we don't have huge amounts of time. No. But this is <laughs> one of the most powerful tools you can use for your business alongside SEO, I think. Yeah. And um, so why not spend that hour a week? making the most of it and giving it a go it's a slow burn it takes two or three months to start to see some results mm -hmm. but once they start coming in honestly you get the bug yeah you make some new pins and you send it out and you don't have to keep going on there checking it you don't have to interact with anyone you don't no, have to make friends true. it's not about building <laughs> not a community engagement. oh my god it's <laughs> so refreshing no that is good you go in you do your job for an hour a week and you come away and you go back you come back next week to see how it did yeah that's really <laughs> so i mean that's and, and everything that you do on there takes people to your website, yes. which I think, and, that, and that's the key thing here. This isn't somebody who's interacting you with, with, with you on Instagram, which is amazing. You know, we, know, we love Instagram. We, love it, yeah. uh, we build our communities on there, but they don't go and have a look on our website. And, and, you know, for me, that doesn't matter. I don't have products to sell that way, but you guys do. So getting people to your website continually mm -hmm. is just mm -hmm. such a powerful, powerful, powerful thing. And of course, you can build this strategy out as well, because if you're getting people to come to your website and you've got an emailing list that you're advertising on your website, then the more people that Pinterest drives to your website, the more people you'll get on your email list because they'll sign up while they're there if they like what it, it, you know, what you're saying. So you're building out your strategy from Pinterest yes. as well. You can, yeah, you can take it out. It, it goes onto your website and it can come out the other side. And it's into it's definitely worth thinking about what you're going to do with this traffic when it lands on your website yeah. and what you want from it. Um, some of you might have um, little freebies that you give away, yeah. opt-ins, yeah. that kind yeah. of thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, where you're offering product or services or whatever it might be for free. You know, let's shout about that on Pinterest. Every pinner loves a freebie. Yeah, they love a download. True. They love some free information. Let's make pins that talk about this and you drive them back to a landing page that signs them up to your email list. Yeah. It oh, that's, doesn't yeah, have that's to be a, a sales for a product. Yeah. You know, a, a, a selling yeah. pin, as it were. Um, but it is so, so powerful and something that I completely understand why people leave it to last. Yeah. It's at the bottom of the list. And what I'm trying to do is demystify it and say treat it as a kind of analytical tool yeah um rather than this fluffy sort of thing where you yeah, can search for it your like seo actually and see it like see seo it through it. And, and that's an interesting point interesting again that's an interesting point because i again you're gonna have to you're gonna have to correct me if i'm wrong but pinterest does actually play a, it can play a part in seo 
because when people search even on Google, if you have the if one of your pins on Pinterest yes. answers the question on Google, it comes up. On it page comes one, up mostly. on page one mm -hmm. mostly. So it's a really good way actually of boosting yeah. your SEO because you're, uh, you're doing it through you know through through it being on Pinterest. Yeah. It's a bit similar to the way that YouTube the cook kind of does it in that yeah, way. Yeah, definitely. Well. You, you know. Get, you, you may be able to get yourself onto page one by, via Pinterest yes. rather than through your, your site itself. Yeah, so. absolutely. And there's a lot to be said for SEO on Pinterest itself. That works very well, you know, exactly what you've explained. But also we need to take account of SEO on Pinterest and use mm -hmm. keywords. Can't we talk about it? We get a little bit technical yeah. into this. But keywords in your board names and your pin descriptions. And think about your branding and the brand keywords that you have. Use them in the titles. Use them when you write a description. You can add some hashtags. You know, think about that wording. Think what people might be looking for on Pinterest. Yeah. Get that into your description. And I guess keywords, without getting too technical, again, because it blows, it can blow your mind a little bit when you get into this. But I guess keywords are very similar to to hashtags, as in people search hashtags on Instagram. So you're looking for keywords that are. Uh, it could be, mm. in, uh, you know, vegan skincare, yes. vegan so face masks. Yeah, that's the sort of thing we're looking Absolutely. at. So you would, when you're writing a description, you need to write on every pin. It needs a description. Joe, just put it up there without a description. Yeah, it's very important that you write your fifty words or so. Yeah, and we're saying, you know, check out this. You know, we have this vegan um, serum. We're going to say and make it part of your beauty routine. It's part okay. of a vegan facial skincare treatment beauty routine routine you know? <laughs> yes. so we've got all these keywords and key phrases going into our description yeah yeah and yeah so, so it's all about thinking about the words that people will be putting in when yes. they're searching and yes. building as many of those into your pin descriptions mm. as possible yeah so it's this whole yeah. package that you're creating because you want to give yourself the best chance to be found in the search results yeah that's your ultimate goal and then when they find you, we need to make them click. So yeah. those are the two things to really think yeah. about when you use it. And I guess the other thing about making people click is you, you can be, we, when we're on Instagram, we, can, we, we have a certain persona and we can put our brand persona and our, our voice into our posts mm -hmm. and when we do our live videos. But you can do the same on Pinterest. When you write your description, you can get still get your, your kind of personality in. So you can, yeah. you it doesn't have to be a very boring, please click on my no, uh, we post don't want to, to find this. out more <laughs> about this. You no, want no, to say, no. oh, thank you, know, thank a you. A call to action yeah. is great, but equally it's just, you're telling people what the pin is about because we want Pinterest to look at the keywords in yeah. the pin. And then we need people People aren't to... actually reading the descriptions. Yeah, yeah. It's just being used as a search tool. Yeah. So from kind of our perspective, the way we're manipulating this tool, if you like, yeah. we need to make sure those descriptions are I'll go useful. Going there. Yeah. Go in there. Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's mm. very, very good. Um, so let's just have a quick zoom back to schedulers. Oh, yeah. yeah. We did mention schedulers. And um, I think if you want to take Pinterest seriously as a strategy, you do need the help of a scheduler. Otherwise, it would drive you insane because you, yes. can't, you can't be there yes. <laughs> all the time, can yeah. you? <laughs> You're using one, aren't you? Yes, yeah. I do. I do. I do. Um, yeah, I do. When, when, when I'm on it. Yes. I'm a bit guilty of... Uh, not quite nailing this Pinterest thing myself yet, which is it's another reason that I talk. Yeah, but, yeah. 
Um, so we can get schedulers. So the first question that I know my guys out there will want to know is, are there any free ones? There aren't. No, I didn't think they were. No. You will get them with free trials. Yeah. But then you will be paying. Yeah. You can use things like, if you're using Hootsuite or Buffer, things like this, you can use them. I Yeah, I use one called Tailwind, which is specifically all about Pinterest. And it's it's the big one, if you like, yeah. as designed for businesses yeah. as well. So it has great stats, great analytics, and I find it quite intuitive. And I've tried a few of the others. Obviously, it's completely up to you. There are about 15 or so now which are approved by Pinterest. Make sure you use one that is approved yeah. and not and one that isn't, rather than one that isn't. Um, it can get you into a little bit of bother. But um, yes, you generally have to pay about $10 a month. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say I use I use Tailwind as well, and yeah. and, and, and it's very it's very easy, and it isn't that expensive. No, I, I use um, it for Instagram as well. Max. Yeah, I was going to say you can also use it for Instagram, but uh, so so I think yeah, I think if you're going to do it seriously, you yeah. definitely yeah. you definitely need a scheduler. What I would recommend is um, for your guys if they are quite new to Pinterest and just figuring this all out and getting some pins out there, stick with doing it manually for a little while. Get to grips with it. Understand what you're really trying to achieve. Get some success with mm -hmm. it. Then flip over and try the scheduler. The scheduler is the next stage, I would say. Yeah. I think sometimes it's just all a little bit much when you take on something yeah. new and a yeah. new platform and a, a new tool as well, all at the same time. So maybe do it step by step. Build those boards. Make the pins. Get some traffic. And then let's see if we can work that into a scheduler and get the consistency going. Yeah, cool. I Yeah, that sounds good. Um, so let's just, uh, if I know another question that has come up is a lot of people will have had a go at Pinterest yeah, because they know it's out there and they'll have gone, Oh, I'll just have, have a go. And then they'll sit down and they'll watch this video and they'll go, Oh, <laughs> maybe I've not done it right. And then they'll panic that they've got all they've this stuff on yeah. there and they'll be like, Oh my God, do I need to like delete everything and yeah. then change it? So what would be your advice to anybody who's had a go yeah. but perhaps not quite got it right first time just don't worry about it just that's the main it. advice yeah i run a quite a big workshop on monday and everybody said this yeah <laughs> what do i do with what i've done because it's it all wrong. wrong and do i just delete it all and start again no don't delete anything don't delete anything just leave it there and know that maybe you want to do it differently now and let's move forward okay yeah. you might want to rename some of your boards you might want to make some secret, you know, where you've got your favourite knitting yeah, patterns yeah. Uh, that you're collecting. Which you can do. You can you have can secret do. boards. Have secret boards, mm -hmm. and that's all your personal yes. hobby pinning. Okay, um, and just make sure that all your boards are just brand and branded and all linked to your brand and your business. Um, and then just go forward. Don't worry about what you've done in the past. Just move forward with the right kinds of pins. It's like your embarrassing first ever Instagram post. We've all got one. We have, <laughs> We've oh, all got one. If you scroll back, it's all, it all gets disastrous. Dodgy filters yeah, everywhere. Luckily, nobody can scroll back through Pinterest, really. They just buy so yes. they don't see the old. Yes. No, they don't necessarily And you'll be surprised um, if you've put some stuff out there already and then you start doing some other pins that do well, your old pins will start to do well and creep back up on you. But it's all good. If but as long as it's driving yeah. people to your website. If you, the only thing I would say is on those old pins, if you haven't got the right links, yeah. they don't go to the right place, you can go back and edit those. Yeah. If they're your pins. And edit the links, get them sent back to the right page or yeah. website or whatever it is. Now, there's another one that I just want to go through. Because, again, it's one of those ones which people are, are slightly confused by. And that is followers. 
good old followers. Because you, because we get told that somebody's followed us or, or, or something like that, or somebody's shared, pinned our pin or whatever mm. it is. So just, and we get really excited about that. But do we need to worry about it? No, I would say switch that notification off. Right. In settings, okay, go and get rid of that. You don't want emails about all of this. No. And followers actually don't matter. Cool. Yeah. Remember, it's a search engine. You're not chasing followers. You don't have to go and follow people. You will organically get new followers because of how Pinterest presents you on the yeah. platform. It often gives people the opportunity to, oh, you pinned this. Do you want to follow them as well? Mm. So it, it showcases us, which mm. is really cool. So you will build a following, but you can have a few hundred followers and get thousands of clicks to your website. You could have thousands of followers and get nothing. Right. So it just doesn't follow. You need a good strategy. You need to use it as a search engine. You need to have good pins. So it's the one kind of platform where we don't have to worry about how many people yeah, are following yeah. us. <laughs> or even liking us. No, no well, they took the just, likes off. Yeah, There's no they, likes anymore on Pinterest. Brilliant. Yeah, so it's, it's right. simply about people searching, finding the answer yeah. that you're giving them, and then clicking through to your yeah, website. It's as simple as that. It does. No, it is simple. I think the thing to think about it is take it in stages. There are lots of stages that you can, and you can work towards this big goal of to, for this long-term strategy of pinning and driving hundreds and thousands of people through. But you've got to start somewhere, right? And yeah. so start small, take it a day at a time or a week at a time, build a few boards, make some pins. Start building up, know where you're aiming and start, yeah. you know, give yourself little tasks each week to start building this up into a bigger strategy and work it into, you know, the things that you do on a regular basis. I mean, if you if you sat down and looked at how many hours you maybe are on Instagram, <laughs> on Instagram that maybe you don't need to be on, and maybe even oh, on Facebook, yeah. I'm terrible on Facebook, and I'm scrolling, scrolling, and I think, actually, I could take this half an hour and go and set up my pins yeah. for the week. So, you know, can you glean that hour back from some of the other social media things you're yeah. doing? Because this actually is really, really worth it. It could do. It could actually generate far more profit yeah. and revenue and return. It for really, you on the really time could. That you put in because you know, it's I, yeah. about going to the website. Yeah. So yeah, I've worked with lots of businesses now. I've got some case studies on the blog, um, on my Pinterest website, jenstanbrook.com. So go and have a look at that because you know you get to see how other businesses have been doing this. Small businesses mm -hmm. have been doing this for a couple of years and the returns that they're seeing. And how, you know, Christmas sales are up by 70% yeah. because they've been utilising Pinterest well. So it is very powerful and it can give you really good return on the time that you invest in it. Yeah, I like it. Now we had some questions, uh, we had to have some questions coming in. Uh, so Gemma, Gemma asked the question, how do we use it to promote traffic to our website? Yeah, so I think we've probably, I think we've covered that. I think we've we? nailed that. Yeah, yeah, I think we've definitely nailed that one. Um, and then I'm so sorry to the person who asked this question because I didn't write your name down quick enough. Uh, somebody asked about using Pinterest for advertising. So I wonder if we were talking about promoted pins there, like paid ads okay. on Pinterest. So yes, you can. And Pinterest about a couple of months ago floated on the stock market. Ah. So there has been a lot of chatter. So now they do want you to pay for advertising. <laughs> so there's yeah. been a lot of chatter about how we're going to lose our organic traffic and there's this big push towards paid ads. We're being told that there isn't going to be, that they still want the orga organic content yeah. on there. And at the end of the day, they need us on there to produce 
content because if we don't, well, there's nothing on the platform. Yeah. So I have seen some redesigns and new features that is obviously there to focus on the paid ads. Um, I run some paid ads myself. Not a lot. All of my traffic comes from organic, just natural reach. And that's the way I teach. But there is a place for paid promoted pins. And I think we will be seeing more and more of them. And they're, they're sort of nicer now than they have been in the mm. past. So yeah. we're seeing more ads. But I would say if you haven't got a successful organic strategy, do that first before you go and pay, before for you pay for anything. There's no point paying because it is expensive. Yeah. And there's no point paying unless you've actually got a well set up working account. Yeah. You, you could get everything you need just from your hour yeah. a week and your account without yeah. paying anything. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That's a good point. So whoever you are, I'm so sorry. It's not likely not to write down a name. Um, there is paid advertising yes. on, on Pinterest, but our advice to, to, to you would be, if you're starting out on Pinterest, just build it organically first yeah. and get everything, the building blocks in place. Yes, before you start, uh, before you start doing that. Yeah. Um, and Gabrielle, oh, Gabrielle has the most amazing blog. Just oh. going to say that. This is a lady who could really, really do super well on Pinterest because Gabrielle is one of my rock stars. Um, and it's been a really interesting strategy that Gabrielle's used. Her, her brand is still pre-launch, oh but she's been blogging uh, weekly for, I would think, over a year and using her social to promote that. And I think she has started to work this on Pinterest mm. as well. Um, but what she's doing is building her tribe and her community through all the through the blog before she launches her products. So it's, and the blogs are so well presented and so incredible. Um, give me a minute. I'm like human and kind organics. There we go. I was going to say, let me just get it in my head so you guys can go check it out and see what uh, sort of how you can build your your, your sort of following through a blog. Um, but Gabrielle had a few questions. Okay. Um, so she was saying. Um, the, what her first question was all about the fact that obviously the point of Pinterest is to link to your blog. There's not any real point in it going anywhere, anywhere else. else. No, it's all about um, you. Yes. Her second point was really around the fact that um, can you link pins to posts and things that that can you link pins that you've created to posts that don't you know web sit on the page yeah web posts that don't belong to you on your website and i guess this is what you were saying about 20 percent has to be from outside of your say the question again so can you link pins to can you link pins you create to a website that isn't yours well you don't want to do that okay you don't if you're making the pin you don't want to link anywhere else. It's your pin. It needs to link back to you. Okay. Yeah. So where do we get our 20% from that's well, not us there? Yeah, you can get that anywhere you like. It could be um, it could be a blog you like. It could be just pins within Pinterest that you like and you randomly and you pop the them onto the pins that they've created for Yeah, for so that you're just re-pinning something. You re mm. Right, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that's how you also build up the content in your boards. Cause yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So that makes sense. Um, yeah, no, so I think, I think they were, I think Those they were the questions. Um, so what I would love you to do now is, because I know that you have so many different ways that people can contact you and work with you, Jen. Um, what's wonderful about the way Jen works is she specifically works with independent brands and you understand yeah. the work, the work pressures, the time pressures, and the financial pressures. So sure. there are all different ways that we can find you, all different places we can follow you, and all different ways that we can come and ask for your advice and work with you. Would you mind telling us about that, please? Thank you, yeah, <laughs> of course. 
Um, so I have a website, which is my Pinterest website, jenstanbrook.com. And on there, there are various things you can start with. So if you would like a free seven day course, I have one on there via email to go and sign up and get the free course. Um, so that's a great so that's starter. Kind of a starter, yeah. a starter pack type. We're going to talk. Yeah. So each day we'll talk about a different topic. Some things we haven't actually covered here because it's a little bit technical. So some of the technical setup details. We'll talk a bit more about keywords, about setting up your boards. So you can go and do that free seven-day course to start with. I also have a resource hub, some nice little downloads, extra information on there, you know, where you can get your pin images from, that kind of thing, which is on the website. And there's a blog, of course. <laughs> full of, full full of, of guidance. Guidance, yes. yeah. So my latest blog post, what do you do when you find some of your pins have been stolen? Yeah, that is a thing. So um, lots of advice on there. And also, I've got my coaching and my workshop pages. So I, as I say, I run the Power Hour, the Pinterest Power Hour, which is an hour with me bespoke, one-to-one -one online, where we dig deep into you and your business. So that's my most popular service, to be fair. And I do several of those a week. Um, and we tailor it to exactly your needs and your business needs. And then I have workshops as well, and they're more ad hoc, and they're usually announced as and when. Yeah. They'll be um, through my email list, which of course you can sign up to on the website, and my Facebook page, which is um, yeah, Jen Stanbrook uh, Pinterest Consultancy, I think it's called. And if we want to find you on Pinterest and check you out, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> you're under you're under sheet. No, I'm under my name, Jen Stanbrook. Jen Stanbrook. Yes. Yeah, so if we, we could all go over Come and, and see what it, what it should be looking like. Go and have a look at my profile. You'll see, um, I, obviously, I'm leading back to home interiors, mm. but actually what you'll see are a lot, is a lot of pins with a lot of text mm. because mm. I've done a lot of testing mm. and I find that these are the pins that give me what, the biggest... your audience. Return. Yeah, yeah. 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 And actually, you'll find this across the board. So... Yeah. Um, I've worked with quite a lot of people on Power Hours recently where we've changed up their pins and the pins just weren't being seen. Yeah. Writing was too small, font was too flowery, whatever, whatever. And we've tried a few different styles of pin to get that working. Mm -hmm. So just bear that in mind and don't be shocked yeah. when you see my pins, which aren't of beautifully styled homes, but actually they're mostly But text. they're doing the job and they're working. And they're doing, yeah. Because I think sometimes it's, it's very useful to see something visually, isn't it? Yeah. So if we can go and have a check out how go it works look. and see, see a master doing it, it's well, very useful. If, if, for example, if I tell you last week I put a pin up for the hot garden trends for 2019. You're like this garden. Yes, I love this one. <laughs> um, so we were just talking about Chelsea Flower Show as well. Uh, so hot garden trends pin, it went up, it took two days and then it went viral. So currently it's had about 400,000 impressions oh and about 8,000 clicks in just under a week. Oh, brilliant. And that's the one iteration of the pin. I haven't started with the other with varieties the and the multiples. So that's an example of how, if you get it right, and the key, it And the key to that also is, the, is, is potentially the timing, isn't the it? Timing is well. right, that, yes. That you have to, you know, Pinterest works really well as well if you think about things that are, yeah. are seasonal and are trending. And that's it right. is the start of the gardening season. It that's is right. Chelsea Flower Show week. Yeah. Uh, so it piques people's interest. The searches must go up. This would apply on Google. as everything. So timing yeah. can be really, really... So when you're thinking about your Pinterest, strategy yeah. you could be thinking also about key 
dates that you could be maximising and thinking Definitely. Of, oh man, I could, I could talk so about on. this for absolutely <laughs> hours and hours and hours, but Jen's got kids coming home from school, I she's absolutely exhausted because she was at Chelsea yesterday, right. and I'm jealous, <laughs> and I'm working on a massive project at the moment, so we're all a bit, we're all a bit uh, tired. Guys, thank you very much for joining us, thanks for watching, uh, thank Jen, you. thank you so much for, for joining in. Um, please guys go and, and check Jen out, because uh, yeah, there's so much information uh, that you and can yeah, get. If you've got any questions, to add them in, and I'll pop them yeah. on. And you're on Instagram, of course, And I'm well. on Instagram again, yeah. Jen Stanbrook, Jen Stanbrook. So, so you can go and yeah. talk find me. everywhere. Thanks, Jen. Thank Thanks, you. everybody. Mwah. Bye. Loads of indie hugs and love. Bye. The Indie Beauty Delivers community is a place for beautypreneurs across the globe to network, learn and share. You're invited to join in on Facebook, Instagram and sign up to Rachel's special email group to receive weekly blogs packed full of expert tips. Visit IndieBeautyDelivers.com to sign up.